Hello, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, uh, wherever you join us. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Moto Chronicles. This is episode 24. Uh, we appreciate everyone out there that is tuning in, listening wherever you are. Um, so thanks very much. Please stick with us on this episode. Um, as I'm sure you're already aware, Charlie and I are total tech geniuses, and we've got this podcast thing down 100%. Um, so we lead you to believe anyway. We did have some connectivity issues on this episode. Um, I've edited a couple of them out, but there are still some glitches to be had. So yeah, stick with us um, as we go for this uh, intercontinental. That's not even right. What am I saying? Anyway, intercountry. That's what I was going to go for. Intercountry podcast. Um, however, that being said, um, we did manage to record an episode, um, which is happy days um this episode um along with the motor chronicles podcast is brought to you with a couple of um supporting sponsors um we'd like to shout out goach's maidstone ales um for continuing to keep myself personally well lubricated with fine kentish ale brewed in maidstone uh, and also the support of a makeshift studio in terms of the brewery um which is very much appreciated Howard so thanks very much for that um, and Charlie bringing us through with support from Will I Ski um, if you don't already follow both of these um, places on Instagram so we've got at Goaches Ales and at Will I Ski um, I'm sure you know them by now but if you don't go over check out the pages and then you will learn something something good something worthwhile um, that being said the professionalism of this podcast with our technical difficulties is not a direct reflection on the quality of these businesses. Um, if you haven't managed to sample any of um, Goetcher's fine Maidstone ales, make sure you get yourselves around to either one of our pubs or get to your local pub if you're in the southeast. If they don't have it on, then ask them why not and tell them to get it on. If they've got it on, get it down you. I personally recommend uh, the Gold Star spot on it's our premium pale ale coming in at just over five percent um and it's glorious but i won't let myself influence you on that go and get some for yourself will i ski providing catered skiing holidays in la plan um at 1800 um so i'm sure a lot of you have heard all of this doom and gloom about the ski industry dying it is not it is still alive and kicking you just need to get to the right place and that place is at 1800 in la plan with Wellerski, where they've got plenty of snow uh, and they've got superb catered chalets to look after you and make sure that you've got a bob on skiing holiday. Um, I speak for experience and I am also heading out there uh, in March, uh, in a few weeks. So with that being said, we are going to be back into a live in-person recording um, for a podcast, whether that's the next episode or in a couple of episodes time. Stay tuned for that as that is sure to um, be a good one for sure um back to back to how it should be anyway for us at 1800 customs um please give us a follow on instagram that's at 1800 customs uh and the podcast where whatever platform you're listening on make sure that you follow um and that you make sure you give a review and share the episodes if you enjoy them and if you don't then why are you still listening go away I think that's everything from me. Um, hopefully you'll be able to chime in and listen to this episode, number 24 of the Moto Chronicles, with myself and Charlie, and see through our technical glitches. Peace.
Yo! Ooh, here we go. I was just trying to send you a picture. <laughs> so I was like, not even on the, uh, not even on the anchor, but I'm back. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, because it goes in the background. It's got this funny like elevator music, like. I was waiting for me to connect. Yeah, it's like I'm on hold. So <laughs> it's really funny. So I was just going to reply to your message, send you a picture, but we're here. So how, oh, how's it going? The elevator music going for half an hour whilst I wait, whilst he waits for. Me. Well, you'd, th- you'd think, but I was actually outside changing a fucking spare wheel on my car because I had another puncture. Just buy a new one. Yeah, just, just get rid of it. Buy a new one. <laughs> no, it has got to go. I, don't, I really don't like a car, but anyway, that's another thing. Uh, you're not in France anymore. You don't need a Renault. Yeah, exactly. It just fucking, I, just, I just can't believe like, literally how I've turned up today. I'd already been at work for a couple of hours and he was like, do you know your back tire's a bit soft? And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Went out there and, yeah, she's done. So. Man. But, so isn't annoying. it? Yeah. Never-ending <laughs> car troubles for Tomo. You need to join right. the club with my mum. Like, mum just has so many car troubles at the moment. It's just not the one, is it? So, car's, car's going. Bike, bikes are in. <laughs> are you in the car now? No, I'm in the office at the brewery. You're in the office at the brewery today, so not even a car pod. No, yeah, like a full-on, it's like a little studio, but not. <laughs> little box studio. Yeah, well, I'm the only one. I'm the only one here, so I just thought there's not going to be any interruptions or like noise going on. So thought it'd be pretty chill. Very nice. And you're well, in the you're in the Zibling. Yeah, I'm in the Zib. So different. It's empty into. It's been oh, a pain. Yeah. Sort of pain in the butt it is that you don't have Wi-Fi where you live. Because I was oh, thinking I about it, and if you had Wi-Fi there, I reckon we would have still done one a week. Oh, I know, easy. So yeah, we need to sort that out. But you'll sort it out just in time for me to get home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's weird though. There, I have been getting like better signal. It's almost like the longer I've been there, like the network's been like, oh, we do actually need to provide signal to this area. Like maybe we'll try a bit harder. It's not just like a one-off. And it's really weird because it used to be like nothing at all. Whereas now it's like I can get 4G in a bit more more parts of the house. Yeah, interesting. So maybe I, they put I, up another pole somewhere. Yeah, I'd be interested to like try it at home. Um, but because we hadn't done one in a while, I wanted it to go well. So I was like, I'll do it at work. But I'd be interested to try one at home and see if it actually works just off my 4G. Yeah. Well, as you say that, like, there's a few bits like when you're talking, you keep the, the cut out a slight bit. So hopefully it's just me that's hearing that and not everyone else. But Oh, God. <laughs> I know, we'll see. But it's still empty. Oh, um, oh, Penn is, is out next week. He is. So I, was wondering, I might get him to do a little potty with us because... Um, oh, that'd be fun. He loves it. We, did we speak about it last time? We obviously spoke about the uh, speedway. Did they talk about the flat, the grass track thing? Um, I don't remember grass track coming up, but we were definitely chatting about speedway. Did you hear that? No. You didn't, did you hear the pop? I heard that. But was that was that just really delayed, or did you just do it again? Uh, it was delayed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm assuming you've just popped your beer because I'm sure that you got one. Yes, an blonde. 
Ooh, so, yeah, not. It's a big one. Well, also, this is totally random, but it's a Chambry today for oh, the visa, visa bits for the girls. That's why I'm so late. Although, well, I got back late, but then Phoebe was like, you can go and pick up after late. So <laughs> also, just a quick disclaimer, I'm like 95% certain that the kids are going to appear at some Oh, right. Because <laughs> you know what Phoebe's like. She's just like, oh, where's daddy? Oh, go and find him. He's upstairs. Like, just set them up. Yeah. But I did say to her, come on, you've had like four hours off this morning. So. I'm sure, you're in see. the clear for now. See how long it lasts. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I had to go to Chambry for visa stuff in France for the girls, uh, Eva and Deegan. Yeah. And um, yeah. on the way back, we went to a little. And which was yeah, which is where I picked up my bit. So the last talking to um, shit, it was some guests that were out last week. They were asking about you. Oh, where? Um, in the Genepi. I can't remember who they were now. Oh, oh was it Claire's? Claire's mates were out um, recently. They had a no, young no, kid. No, not them. Um, that was a few weeks ago now. Ladles was, was he? Yeah, I Ladles. did see Ladles, but I did briefly talk about, obviously, what you guys were up to, but he's spoken to Claire anyway. So, yeah. Um, I can't remember who it was now. Anyway, terrible story. But I said that you were in a brewery, and I said that there's yeah. like a small test kit. So when I get home, yeah. I really want to do a brew with you and the little test kit and whatever. Oh, maybe it, was Claire. it might have been Jamie. J-Bob. Oh, J-Bob, yeah. So... um I was, we were talking about the test kit and I was like, oh, I really fancy like brewing again. Like, I'm kind of missing it. And then yeah. I went into Lidl and they had this one small 1. 1.5 litre brew kit, like an extract kit. What the fuck? In the little special middle bit? Yeah, so I bought it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so funny. But it literally costs like 10 euros and you get, it's an extract kit. So you just put it in and boil it and then add the hops at the end. Um, mm. And it's literally two of these bottles. They even give you the like plastic caps to reuse these kind of bottles and the metal twisty things to put oh, on the no. top. Yeah. And there's a little... Uh, well, for 10 euros, you can't really go wrong, can you? Right, it was good. But for 10 euros, it was good. So, yeah, oh, anyway, a... bottom, bottoms up, old chap. Yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got a little glass of water here. Oh, very nice. Nice. But um, yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Um, a little bit. But, um... Like, I don't want to talk to you because I don't want to talk about bike stuff and then not talk about and re- like remember to talk about it in the podcast. Yeah, I've just been like, look, I've got our uh, our little board up at the moment, and um, we've got quite I'm a lot on board. it. There yeah. is, but I can't remember if we spoke about it last time or if it's all new stuff. I think the we got to um, the Grand Challenge. I think we spoke about that last time. I think we spoke about that the time before, didn't we? Oh, well, no, that was good. Either way. Wait, have we only done one since we've been here? Yeah, we've literally just done the one. Oh, okay. So it's all right, though, because you, you went out in December and we're now just on the cusp of January, so if we can get one a month... <laughs> Yeah, I want to get more still. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I say, well, I'm going to try now. I've got a bit better signal at home, see if I can do it off the 4G. And then that'll be better as well because then I can crack crack some beers. Yeah, true. 
That is what it's about. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Can you hear that? What the? What that? That the phone? Yeah, that's my phone. Ah. Oh. So I'll, I'll start with that anyway. Oh yeah, go on. It's, like, it's related. So. So actually, this links in all in. So. After, well, since I got here, you know, I've been using the trike a lot. Yeah, yeah. And before it snowed a few weeks ago, I was using the bike a lot as well. Oh, and nice. I realized that in this new year, I have, I, I, I was riding the trike or the bike every single day. Oh, that's so good. And I was like, I'm, how cool is that? I'm literally riding something every day. And when I realized street. it, yeah, I hadn't ridden anything um, that day. And I was in the shower at night. Yeah, I haven't ridden anything. I think this was like the jam. Literally put my clothes back on after the shower and went outside and just razzed the car up and down the drive like five times. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so I could say that I'd ridden that day. Yeah. And then, um, I went out to where was I going? I was delivering stuff. So delivering some skis in the morning that I'd serviced. And then I was picking, ready to be collected. The trike on the train. And when path, before I got to the road, it just cut out. And I was uh. like, oh, what's going on? So I had to push it back up the hill, which was heavy with a trailer and linen on it. And then um, yeah. got to the top of the drive and uh, like it wouldn't go so i parked it up and i was like right i'll have a look at it tomorrow so the day after in the afternoon it was pretty relaxed so i popped outside and i was like it's probably because the fuel's running low it's dragged something into the carburetor and um, yeah and that's it so i took the carburetor apart and i was like mm, got some wd-40 shoved that in there and then um, <laughs> put it back on and then uh, expert car <laughs> I know. And the um the pilot jet was like being a bit of a pain, like it was being like it wasn't that clear hole you can see when you hold it up. It was yeah. still like a bit iffy. And then so I got a bit of wire brush, like wire, and I was poking it around in there and I thought I'd cleared it out, so put it all back together. And then it started up first like first try and I was like, Oh perfect. So I rode it just up and down the drive that day with Otterly on it. And that was good. And then I went out the morning after again to go and do another delivery. And just as I was going up the drive, it cut out again. And I was like, no way. Because oh. I also had new fuel in it as well. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it must be the carb. So I couldn't use it that day. And I think a few days went by and ended up having to go down to the bottom of the mountain. And you know that motorbike shop that opened in AIM that we went to once before? Not the old Honda one, but the new not one that had quads and stuff. No, not that's gone now. Yeah. Um not the not the um the like ATV shop with all the like Yeah, yeah. And it had um, oh, yeah. CF, CF motos in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I went to go to there to see if I could buy any carb cleaner and um yeah. it wasn't there. And I was like, oh shit. Anyway, so Phoebe was with me, so she was like, well, we need to go and get wine. So went round to um, the <laughs> wine shop, 
and yeah. Alex was there and he was like, oh, I don't have enough boxes. Can you take me to the warehouse? And I was yeah. like, yeah, where's that? And he said, it's round by the climbing place. And I was like, oh, okay, perfect. So he jumped oh, yeah. in and as we were going there, we had to drop off some linen, so I did that. And then I noticed that that shop had moved in between the linen warehouse and the, the climbing place. Mm. So it's there. So I was like, cool. Got wine, blah, blah, blah. Dropped him off, dropped Phoebe at the shop and just said, I need to go and get some fuel. And then um, went to the motorbike shop. Yeah. And <laughs> in there, like just quickly whilst I remember as well, in there was a really, uh, I think it was a 78 Honda CB750. Oh, wow. And it was absolutely perfect, like spotless chrome, like really just nice. Just minter, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so it was classic French motorbike shop. There wasn't anyone around. I was looking around, like I could have probably just walked out with a bike. And um, <laughs> so, you know, they have all their like motor like stands with all their sprays on and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. couldn't see any carb cleaner. So I was just like hanging around. And eventually this guy <laughs> showed up. I know. This guy showed up. And I was like, Paul, everyone great. And he was like, a little. Mm-hmm. And I was like, have you got And he was like, oh, we, and just popped out the back, came back with this like extra strength carb cleaner. And yeah. then um, I was just like, cool. If it's like 12 yards or whatever, that's fine. Combi yeah. 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 So anyway, he just like rung up the receipt, put it on the machine. I was like, oh, there you go. And then I just put my phone on it didn't look at the price so i oh, put no. my phone on it and <laughs> i was like okay mercy seeing a bit and then he was like writing something on his phone and he just translated it as like this is extra strong carb cream i don't get it anywhere near the rubbers like blah 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 right so i was like okay cool and then i walked out got in the truck like whatever i had this receipt in my pocket so later on i think i was at home and i looked at the receipt it was 25 yours <laughs> If it's extra strong, you just need to dilute it a bit and then uh, then you get your money's worth. I know. In it. You've just bought it concentrated. 25 yozzers, fucking hell. Pretty mental. I wonder what the, I wonder what the French uh, price that, would have been. <laughs> yeah, no, probably <laughs> 10 euros. Yeah. But, um, I, what did I do? I went home and took apart the carb again. It was absolutely freezing. It was like minus six fingers wow. were free to ride it. I really, um, anyway, took it all apart, cleaned it up, blah, blah, blah. The pilot jet still had like, it was still like something in there. So I spent yeah. a bit, then Ottilie came outside because um, Phoebe had sent her out to go and find dad. And then just like picking up bits, like dropping stuff in the snow. And I was like, oh no, why are you here? Anyway, carried on, put it back together. And then um, I was like, right, it's going to be fine now. Pulled the pull start, nothing. And I was just like, what's going on? Um, What should I do? Looking around. And then a guy who was staying in the Zibbly walked past. He was like, yeah, right. He was like, what's up? And I was like, oh, it's not working. Got a problem with it. I thought it was the carburetor, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, have you checked the spark? Have you done this? Have you done that? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, do you ride bikes? And he's like, yeah, I do actually. I've got this and that. And I do a bit of trials. And I was like, oh, cool. So I was chatting to him for ages. And then um, 
anyway, so I'd already checked all of the stuff he was talking about, like when it stopped before. But I yeah. thought, you know what, fuck it, I'll check the spark again. Um, pulled it out and pulled the pull start, nothing. No spark. Like, yeah. I was like, what's yeah. going on? So I took the um, cable out of the coil. That all looked fine. Screwed it back in. Took the spark plug cap off. That all looked fine. And then I was just like, perfect. I haven't got time to check now because I think it was a Friday. So like Jamie was arriving the day after. And then the week after that, we had um, some other friends coming out. So I haven't actually been able to look at it since then. But the spark's gone. So Have you got any so other I've, plugs with you? Uh, no, I don't have any other plugs, but I have also, I did get one, when I took the spark plug cap off, I did put the wire against the block just to see if it was the cap or the spark plug that was, that was yeah. the problem, and it still wasn't sparking. So now it's going to be either the coil, which apparently don't like cold weather, and it had like, we had a good couple of weeks of freezing cold weather, yeah. um, or it could be obviously the points, condenser, any of that stuff. Hmm. Well, basically, it's probably just where it got mega, mega cold. That's what I'm hoping. But anyway, so yeah. linking back to why my phone dinged, it's all of my parcels that are being <laughs> posted, which are being sent to Penners to bring out on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really long way around. Yeah, but new I, condenser, new points, new spark plug, spark plug, spark all of it. Oh, um, really? That's coming on. If I get a chance to look at it. Where did you order all the stuff from? Thomas? Oh, no. Are you there? Oh, we... Yeah, I'm here, yeah. Oh. Are you? Oh, we were going quite well. 17 minutes, almost 18 minutes. I can't minutes. hear you, boy. Oh, it's gone again. Well, I wonder if you can. So, pause. I don't know oh, if Thomas is talking, or if I'm talking, or we're both <laughs> talking. We both can't hear each other. I think it's I'm that. Just messaging, messaging him now on WhatsApp to see if he knows what's going on. I'm going to finish this recording and hopefully come come in with another one. I don't. We'll persevere, I think, but. Um... Yeah, definitely. I was, yeah, where, I wondered where you ordered the parts from for the ATC. Oh, so I literally just ordered them. Well, I needed it to be quick to get to Alex's house because I only ordered them Sunday because I asked him and was like, do you mind if I send stuff? Yeah. So literally just found it all on eBay, basically. Oh, perfect. That's all right. Yeah. So it wasn't actually very difficult to find the bits. And I think I spent about 20 quid in total. Oh, it. so easy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I thought I might as well not book it, order it all, because it could be any of the bits, and I don't want to muck around. No, yeah, um, you may as well get a lot of it if it's that cheap. Yeah, I was servicing some boards, and um, shit, I've ordered all the well, ordered all this stuff, but what if I haven't got the tools? So I was like, I need my flywheel puller at number one, and obviously other bits, but just literally the first little. Yogurt pot I looked in, the flywheel pull, uh, puller was there. So I was like, it's meant to be. Yeah, it's in there. Because I was thinking about like having to ask you to go to our house to go and find bits and then try and get it to <laughs> Alex. And I was like, 
that's way too much. If I haven't got the puller, I'll just order a coil and then see what happens. But um, I've got it all anyway, and I've ordered it all. So fingers crossed, I'll be back on the bike soon. And then when you come out, I'll be able to smash a roo. Happy days. Looking forward yeah. to that. So, I mean, I've been talking a lot. Talk to me about the old XL and rides with Claire or something. Yeah, I've been like, since when there's been gaps in the weather, I've been trying to bring the XL to work because it's just, it's much more fun. And um, yeah, but it has been, it has been like absolutely lashing it down, miserable British winter style. But it's got a little bit better. Really. But the main, the you main see, thing. Yeah, yeah, I wear, yeah, I wear that. I wear that anyway because the roads are still wet, even if it's not raining. It's like still wet and horrible around. Oh, yeah. It's a wind. It's like windproof as well, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Um, this is like this is like a uh, like an all-in-one. It's like a onesie waterproofy thing, but it obviously acts as a big windbreak as well. So for winter riding, it's actually choice because then all your actual decent gear, like your trousers and your jacket, don't get all messed up from winter riding and it keeps you dry and warm so that's actually good and i do like that um but where i start so early it's still pitch black for like first thing in the morning and the headlight on that thing is is <laughs> like is shite at best like so <laughs> you're pretty much you're pretty much blind riding when it's dark and you just you need to follow and especially because there's so many mad like craters in the road at the moment, like massive potholes and stuff. You don't see them to the last minutes. So there's a few like swerves or you just end up crashing through them. But I was literally like taking a sip of my beer, just trying not to spit it all over the laptop. And you're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, but... Oh, it's dark. Can't see back. Oh, it's, so yeah, funny. it's just a reminder of like how bad like riding in the winter is and I think it's it's definitely heightened with the bad light if you had a better light it would, wouldn't be too bad but it feels like it feels like more of a mission than it should do but um and then but the the bonus is that I'm fortunate enough to finish like in the afternoons so it's daylight for the ride home so I've been like every time I've gone home I've tried to find like new new green lanes ah yes yeah, keep... this is a, something you've noted on the old Trello yeah I've got a little green lane um tab little separate thing because basically when i'm out delivering beyond the beer runs i'm passing all these signs that say byway and i'm like oh i need to go down there oh i need to go down there and um there's an area i haven't i haven't managed to go there yet because i'm waiting for more of like a day rather than just like a couple of hours after work but i at the top of um hollingbourne hill there's like loads up there um, Wait, isn't that's uh is that not the um pilgrim's way there's part of it, and then there's loads of other random ones as well. Right, okay. Because it's like at the top, and the Pilgrim's Way runs at the bottom, I'm pretty sure. Okay, cool. That sounds but, um, Anyway, I found loads of like areas that we need to tap into, basically, when you get back. Um, but um, I went to the one in Yielding, which was just pretty nuts. It's like way more intense than I remember it being. Oh yeah, that is, it's got mental because I rode up there on the way home. Um, I can't remember when, but obviously just before I left, <laughs> the, the ruts and the routes are mental. <laughs> the, the the like route steppy bit is quite.
quite techy now. It's like where it's been wa- washed out. It's quite, yeah, it was good fun though. <laughs> so I went up and down that a few times. Um, and then down that other one that's in Cranbrook on the way home, which is pretty tame, but it's like still nice all the same. And then there's like quite a few around Tenterden and um, yeah, like outside, kind of on that uh, outside of Tenterden and in between Biddenden as well, like around that area. Okay. And um, I went down, I like remembered seeing one when I was out delivering and I was like, I swear it's around here somewhere. And you know, when you're kind of like riding a little bit slow and like just looking and like, oh, is that it? Is that it? And this guy was like in the back of his van, like putting tools and stuff in and he just like, looked at me and kind of like smiled and gave me a thumbs up. I said, like, like the bike or whatever. Yeah. And then I, and then I pulled into the, I pulled it just into the face of someone's driveway. Cause I was like, I swear it was here. And the guy at the van just like looked over at me and like point, like pointed. And I was like, what's he pointing at? And then like I rode over and it was the entrance to the byway. I was like, Oh sick. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> went down. Oh, nice. he, must have, he must have just assumed. Yeah. yeah. Went down. It was like a really good one. Like nice, nice length, like pretty long. And then like you get to the end as you, and that pops out um, like there's like a cottage at the end. So like someone's house and like the byway is kind of part of their driveway sort of thing. Um, nice. And I'm like, where is that again? Because you cut out when you said where it was. Oh, like uh, it's near, near Biddenden. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and so I was coming to the end of it and I, so I could see this house. I was like, oh, I think, I think that must be the end. And I could, suddenly was like could just hear like all this barking i was like where are these dogs like, where are these dogs coming and then i was just being like chased by these two dogs and i was like what the fuck like and then this like old woman comes out like storms through her garden gang it's like stop 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 <laughs> i was just like well stop like, you. Point, yeah 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 and uh i was just like at this point i wasn't even going like that fast anyway i think i was only in second gear or something and yeah. then I kind of stopped and these two dogs were just going like mental at me or something. And it turns out they were her dogs anyway. And she was like trying, right. trying to get them back in. It was all like really nice. But I was, I was prepared for her to start oh. having like a massive, a massive go at me or something. I was a bit like, Oh, like I'm pretty sure this That's is what fine. I, what it's gonna be. I always, I always get nervous that you're going to run into people, even though you know what you're doing is totally fine, but it feels a bit naughty. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it like feels like you shouldn't be doing it, but even though it is totally fine. But anyway, so I avoided the dog attack and um, <laughs> carried on. And then, like, I just kept, after getting to the end of there, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to turn left. I don't really know where I am. I'm just going to keep going. And then I just, like, within another five minutes, I found another one that I hadn't seen before. I was like, oh, dive down there. And they just kept, like, they just kept coming. It was really good. Really? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when they just, like, float, like, another one appears. So I was like, oh, I'll go down there. I don't really know where it goes. I was like, oh, I'll go down there. And then it started getting dark. And I was like, oh, I should really get home, like been like two hours after work just kind of like tootling around but it was good fun oh, um, cool. love it so yeah doing that after work and then because claire's bike's not exactly like the green lane machine the old sr and oh, <laughs> when the weather's been good on the weekends we've just been going out for buzzes around east sussex really um cool, we, yeah so nice yeah we went out um it say monday yeah yesterday actually all down on the mar- all in the marshes, like past Rye um, and like Romney Marsh and around all that area, and the roads are just so nice because it's all flat, cause it's all marshland, and it's all there's no like high hedgerows or anything, so you can see all around the twisties. Yeah, and there's there's that road, isn't there, which is quite near to Clare, where it kind of 
a weird little like chicane and it carries on. Yeah. Do that one. Yeah. So um, it, it was just so it was just so good, and I was just like, you know, when you're just laughing to yourself riding along. <laughs> yeah. I was just having so much fun. I had to keep like turning around every now and then to make sure like Claire was still there because I was just, like stretching the cable on the XL, just loving it. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> good. And there was this like I saw so many other bikers as well. Like loads were out. Oh, but, like, get out. Yeah, but I saw there was a, there was a huge amount of people on like GSs, like a lot of like groups of like four and five of blokes all on like really swanky adventure bikes. None of them were fucking nodding. I was just like, you guys are all wankers. Like, oh, yeah. don't know what that, don't know what that was about. I know. But it, was, it was literally textbook. They were all the same. Like, everyone was just on the same bike, and none of, none of them were, like, nodding or waving or anything. And then, like... Anyone little, who listens rides a GS, make sure you nod and wave at everyone. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't get it. I love the bikers nod. It's so good. And um, anyway, I was going along, and then this guy was like... Um, hurtling towards us in the other direction on um i think it was an mto7 i think and like yeah. he just like stuck his, he just like held his arm up really high and was just giving us a massive wave just like a really goony one like me and you do <laughs> <laughs> you know like so, when we yeah. used to like wave the guests off in the coach yeah he's yeah. like one of them but I just like just made me chuckle so much we um, did that to jay boy this week oh last week oh, when we you... left <laughs> we all because we were like you know the coach they all got on it and then it went up the road to turn round and we were still like we were just planning the rest of the day like just sit at the bus stop all chatting and yeah. they came back and because Jay repped it last time everyone left the front seat for him on the way home as well so, so funny front, and I was like oh Jay's coming back everyone really waved frantically and we just like <laughs> and he was <laughs> loving it so that is, that is funny um, so yeah like, that was that's been good we've been out quite a bit but the because we hadn't been out in a while because it had been wet. We'd had some really cold, like super cold weather. It had been like minus, minus six and seven at home, um, which doesn't really sound that cold. But No, it is cold. cold. <laughs> yeah. It's cold, cold at home as well because it's so damp. It gets kind of yeah. colder. Um, so we hadn't ridden the bikes in like a little while. And then like um, while I was at work the other day, like Claire got her bike out. And she was like, oh, it's not starting. And I was like, oh, really? Like, send me a video. Like, what's it doing? And it was just going like... And I was like, well, that's a flat battery. I was like, that's a flat battery. I was like, well, that adds up. We haven't ridden them in a, in a while and it's been super, super cold. So the battery's just fucked. So the other morning we were like... Um, she was like, oh, what? Like, because I'd lent my battery charger to... This is a total, like, tangent. But I'd lent my battery charger to um, Simon, who works up at the Three Legs. Oh, yeah, okay. Because he's got a, um, I can't remember if I told you this, he's got like a Lexmoto scooter. You didn't tell me, but yeah. All oh, right, but yeah, so he's got a scooter. And um, he said, to, I said to him, I was like, I always used to see it parked outside the brewery and I hadn't seen it in a while. And I was like, oh, because that's his only form of transport. I was like, this is Simon. Your... Wait, which one's the one that I've met where it's got a baby? Oh, that's Chris. Simon is the Sorry? like really. That's Chris, the one guy you've met. Simon's the guy who hasn't really come out the front that much. Um, no, I don't know if you've actually met Simon. He's like a big beardy bloke, like a little bit older. Oh, maybe like tattoos, tattoos on his hands and stuff. Looks a bit piratey. Right, right. Really cool. Really nice. Um, anyway, so 
I was like, oh, what's going on? I haven't seen your scooter out the front in a while. Um, and he was like, oh, I think it's, I think it's done. And I was like, what do you mean it's done? And he was like, well, it's just, it doesn't start anymore. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, how long has it been doing that for? And he was like, well, I tried like last month and then I've tried again recently and it, it just doesn't do anything because he's been getting like lifts to work and stuff. I don't think he's really spent that much time bothering about it because the weather had been pretty crap. And I was like, oh, like, have you ever had any problems with it before or anything like this? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, does it even try and do anything? And he's like, no, it's nothing. And I was like, I reckon you've probably just got a flat battery. And he was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, I'm really not in the mood to, like, waste any time, like, fixing it. I think I might just, like, scrap it or something. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, no way. So I was like, I was like, I've got a battery charger at home. I'll bring it up for you, like, when I'm next at the brewery and you can see if that works. And obviously it did. So... <laughs> I was just thinking, like, how many how many people would probably be in that same situation where they, they might have come across that and be like, oh, it's just broken, like, oh, I'm just going to sell it, like, not running or whatever. It's just got, like, a flat battery. Tommy, you keep cutting out. Oh, no. That is no good. I know. All right. Back in a sec. Okay, cool. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll go again. <laughs> so... Um, I can't remember where I got to, but basically I lent Simon my battery charger because um, I wanted, yes. basically just wanted him, wanted him to get his scooter sorted because I was like, I'm convinced it's just a flat battery if you've done nothing apart from park it up and now it doesn't work. And yeah, obviously he came in, like, I think it was last weekend I saw him off at the brewery and I saw him in his, in his riding gear and I was like, oh, is the scooter working now? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's all good. And I was like, oh, perfect. So I'm super happy that he managed to get that sorted for something that was so basic but um it saved another bike yeah and i was just wondering like how many people that must happen to where they just park it up don't use it for a bit and then they go to start it doesn't start and they just go oh it's knackered and then they just like get rid of it i guess i mean it's probably one of those things with a bike like that because it's a lexmote from china they just automatically write it off yeah whereas if it was something else yeah, so I just thought that was funny. But anyway, so I didn't have my battery charger because I'd lent it to Simon. This loops back to the story about players' oh, yes. bike not yeah, starting. Yeah. I'm so in, flat I'm battery. in. So um, <laughs> I, uh, I said, like, oh, well, this was, she sent me a video and stuff, and I was like, oh, well, it sounds like it's got a flat battery. She said, you could try jump-starting it if you want, but then I think she was, like, running out of time or whatever. She's like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to take the car. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, and then, yeah, it was the other weekend. She was like, oh, can we can we try jump-starting um my bike and I was like yeah that sounds good and uh she really wanted to do it she was like I want to learn so I was like okay that's fine and luckily like ours the drive is on a bit of a hill anyway so like perfect for just like push up a little bit of the way and then you've got enough enough of a hill to help you rather than having to push it on the flat and stuff but because it's been because it's been so like naff and because of like our drives a bit of a track it just kept like it just kept sliding just sliding everywhere it was all like greasy like mud and wet leaves and like everything it wasn't really like wasn't really like working too much and um i think claire had like gone up and down like a few times <clears throat> i think it had been like three or four times and she was just like knackered at this point she's like, already pushed the bike up the hill a few times and, like run with it and blah 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 and um then one of our neighbours appeared and was just we were just having a chat and I was like, oh, I think it's got a flat battery, but I like lent my battery charger to a friend, so we were just seeing bump start. She was like, oh, I think we've got a battery charger for like the digger, like drawn a borrow it. I was like, oh, maybe that might be good. 
And then, so she appears with this like battery charger sort of thing. And I was just like, I just want to give it one. I'll just give it a go. Like, do you mind if I have a go? She's like, yeah. I took it up and I, I was like, oh, I'm just going to push it that little bit further. So you've got that extra, extra little bit. Yeah. And the second, the first time I tried doing it, 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 it didn't go. And the second time it didn't, I was like, I was like, oh, just one more, one more, one more, and did it, and yeah, got it to start, and like, was just like rousing it up and down the drive, and then it idled fine, and took it out for a ride, and there, we, there we go. That was that. Bingo <laughs> bongo. Have you used it since? Yeah, yeah, but it didn't start yet. We had to bump start it again the other day, but it bump started way easier. So. <clears throat> oh, okay, but yeah, the, so the battery definitely. Wait, how long needs a new one? I think it probably needs a new battery, but it's definitely. I'm obviously going to charge it and see if it holds its yeah, charge, yeah. but. <clears throat> so, um, is it a liquidy one or is it a sealed? I haven't even looked, to be totally honest, because no. we never got around to we never got around to charging it because I was just jumping it. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Either That's way, at least you could jump it. That's good. Yeah. So um, just so, so you yeah, know, like, the whole time you told that story, I could hear everything you said. So that's much better. Okay, good. Probably oh, just hopefully, fuck out of it, but hopefully, it'll be all right. <laughs> We're onto a winner. So, um, but yeah, that last ride that we went out on—not the last one, the one time before that. Anyway, it was like it ended up. By the time we had faffed around, like jump starting it and stuff, it was dark. It was dark, <clears throat> or it was getting dark. <laughs> Classic. And Claire was again, <clears throat> and I said, "Oh, it's like it's going to be dark like in an hour. Do, do you still want to go out?" She's like, "Oh yeah, we've got to start it now. Let's just go." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, don't worry." And Claire hasn't like ridden in the dark before. And it got dark like pretty quick, especially in the lanes. And then it did just, we were out for quite, we'd gone quite far. It was, it was really good, but it did end up being like super. And they're not <laughs> ridden in the dark. And you could tell, you could tell because as soon as a car was coming the other way, and the like really bright modern headlights like glaring on the visor, she was like slowing yeah. right down. It turned into a bit of a mission to get home. But um, no, there we go. That's, that's pretty much fine. Yeah. <clears throat> she loved it. Oh, good. I think Claire needs an upgrade. Oh, definitely. I've been, I've still been looking because it would be. I really wanted to go like do some green laning and stuff because it's just, it's just too yeah. fun. <clears throat> but I also wanted to do a right, Talking of like upgrades and green laning and one two fives, I'm intrigued by the um, Ross XLR thing on the board the board so i've just been chatting to ross a bit just because we exchange messages every now and then um but then because we're coming out skiing as well i was like i can't see like when he if he's going when he's going and if he wants to come out that week and this that and the other Mm -hmm. um he was saying that he hadn't he hasn't ridden the bike in like almost a year it's just been parked there and i was like oh that's so annoying like oh no so this is a this is the Honda XLR one two five, which if you go back into our library, like we've probably covered it on one of our podcasts before, but this was a this yeah, was an eighteen probably like a headline picture of one of them. Oh yeah, maybe. This was an eighteen hundred customs bike, which we're all invested in. I used for a little while. We then sorted it out. Charlie and George sorted it out. And we sold it to Ross because he was keen. Tomo trashed it. Yeah, I <laughs> thrashed the shit out. <laughs> dumped it on these two um yeah anyway so he we sold it to ross because he was he had done a cbt and he was keen for a bike that he could do green laning on because there's quite a lot of that around him he lives up in sheffield 
so like he can go out in the peaks and stuff. And he's barely used it basically. And he was like, Yeah, I think I'm just gonna sell it. And I was oh, just no. like Oh no. So like all that effort to like sort of sort of friend out and uh it's just been neglected. And it made me think and I was like, Oh, do we offer to buy it back? And I was like, given what he paid for it, like it's not really gonna be worth it because he should he should really try and recover some of that. Yeah, that's the thing. So my initial thought was, yeah, we should offer to buy it back, but what he paid because the time of year hasn't been working, yeah. all that stuff. And to be fair, well, to be, if he waited, he might he'll probably get his money back, but not from yeah. us. <laughs> no, not from us. So basically, I said to him, I was just like, oh, that's such a shame. Um, and I just said, if he needs a hand, getting it back. To a standard where it can be sold, so like it's running and stuff. I said I'd happily like speak to him over the phone. I'm not going to like drive up there, obviously, but I said I'd like speak to him over the phone, tell him what I should probably look for and do and stuff. But yeah, with that, it, it would be the same. It'd just be a battery. It would just be a battery and probably a carb carb clean. Hopefully, the tank's not rusty. But yeah, I mean, it probably won't. Even, it depends how much fuel he's had in it because it, it probably won't yeah. even need that. I reckon because I mean it was good for us, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, it's a good little bike as well. It's a shame oh, it's they so... are like so expensive because I would, I would I love to have one. Yeah, it was a great bike. It's like Rhino's XR. It's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I just think it's cooler looking. <laughs> yeah, I just keep thinking about Rhino's bike because I had so much. Like, when I just rode it every now and again at the Malay, like I just really enjoyed riding it. Yeah, I didn't really ride yours. I don't know why, but I didn't. But then as soon as I rode yours at the quarry, I was just like, oh, these bikes are really good. Yeah. Love them. Although Ryan's has only got a 19-inch front wheel, though, I'm pretty sure. It has, yeah, that's right, which is yeah. random. But I mean, but the, because of the tyres and stuff on the grass, I feel like it's a really good Malay bike. Obviously not oh, for the yeah. straight runs, but for the, mm. for the hill climb, I think it'd be quite fun. Yeah, definitely. But, um... yeah, well... Yeah, that 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 yeah. was the only thing. That was the only thing for, for Ross's bike. I just thought I'd bring it up because, um, you know, previous bike, previous bike of ours, and talking about winter bike neglect and that sort of thing. So that is it. Have you been? Uh, um, oh, what? I was just saying, going to say, I'm going to just move on to another uh, another card on the board. Mm. Have you been listening to um, all the motorcycles and misfits podcasts recently? Are you up to date with them? Well, moving on to the like board as well. I know the. I've heard that one. Yeah, so basically, the motorcycles and misfits is a uh, another motorcycle podcast um, based out of California, and um, they're doing we have a. Well, they, we have, yeah. Um, they're doing a like a UK tour. Um, so Liza, who kind of hosts the podcast, is planning a planning a trip over here to the UK where she wants to go to a couple of like iconic places. She wants to go to like the Ace Cafe. Um, she wants to go over to the Isle of Man. Uh, wants to potentially go over and do some riding in Wales. Wants to go and watch a speedway and that kind of thing. Um, and I just wondered what your thoughts would be on like hitting them up and and seeing if they wanted to do like podcast recording 
So my thoughts are, I'm about 95% certain that I'm in France when they're in the UK. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. For, so for mountain biking. Yeah. Oh, so bugger. I'm pretty sure that's when I'm in France. Cause I'm, yeah, I'm almost certain they said August. And for most of August, I'm in France. Yeah. Absolutely pain in the ass. Well, we'll have to just we'll have to just keep um keep our eye on it and see if they set a date and if so when it is and stuff because especially because they're keen yeah. to go for a speedway and like we've been talking about going to going to that as well and it could have been like it's it all everything all sounded like it was lining up too easy sort of thing not easy but like oh like that would be very achievable to facilitate and like yeah I know anyway. it would have been perfect and. I mean, well, we need to wait and see what dates they say. I haven't looked online because um, actual dates up. Although she said they haven't actually booked it yet. But um, yeah. I mean, if it's at the start of August, I might be able to do it. Um, but if it's like in the middle, then which is really the Emma. Um, yeah. And obviously all of them, but like someone like her would be amazing to me. Yeah. I think yeah. it'd be cool. If it's the case, we'll like... have to just go to America one day. No, yeah. Well, I'd like to do that anyway, but um, oh, yeah. we should um, we should let them know that like August is a shit time to visit the UK anyway because it's all the school holidays and they'd be better off coming like September anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. Oh, well, maybe yeah. if they did, that'd be sick, wouldn't it? Well, if yeah. it's like the last week of August, then I can go because cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, as soon as I heard it, I was like, please let me August, please let me August. But I'm pretty sure they said August. But Ugh. also, we've got like loads going on in July. Um, and all these bits and bobs and blah, 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 which kind of links into if you're done with that. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I just like wanted the, to bring that up. And... It links into a couple of bits. Like, firstly, well, not firstly, but I'll just quickly say, obviously, the Malay events, which again, we'll talk about. But um, because we've been listening to the Blue Toddcast and I've been looking at um, prison cycles on YouTube and just watching yeah. loads of like like stuff I never thought I'd be that into. I'm like getting into it a lot. Yeah. Little choppers and stuff. The 101 show. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it, yes. In um, Is it in Margate or it's somewhere like Margate that? It's in Margate as well, yeah. Yeah. So that is the weekend before the mile. A ride and just go and visit on one of the days. So I think it'd be. Really I'd be cool. well up. I'd be well up for that. Yeah, so I'm pretty. I'm like ninety nine percent certain it's the weekend before the Malay. Right. The main yeah, Malay. The Malay. The Malay yeah, Mile. The yeah. Malay. yeah. Yeah. So basically, I just wanted to quickly say that because I think if we have a chance, we should go because it would be really cool. Yeah, I think um, then, like Dice Mag go down there and stuff, don't they? Yeah, yeah, all those guys. Yeah. Um, I think it's it'd be cool to see that the scene in the UK because, like, the last week of July guys and people like that who we've watched on YouTube or whatever. Um, it's really, fun. I think it's, it's really cool funny because there must be a there must be like a big a big movement in that area and a big scene that's been around for a while, but where like I don't know where where that is because like every time I go out riding. I just see wankers on GSs and like I don't ever see people on those kind of I don't ever see people on those kind of bikes. 
like the cusp, the custom yeah, bikes and chopper bikes. Like, like, where do they go? Where do they hang out? Like, where are they riding? Well, Margate, I'm interested to find out. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. But so hold the thought on the GS thing. Yeah. Because I'm quickly going to talk about <laughs> the Malay. So I have, whoop, I have booked in to the beach race, which has been announced. It's the 13th and 14th of May. So I've yes. booked, I haven't done my racer registration actual proper yet, though. I've booked oh, the right. registration, but I haven't booked the fucking, I haven't put the bikes in. Although I'm only going to enter the X. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I don't want to muck around too much on the beach race. I want to really have a really nice weekend because Phoebe's going to be there. Um, yeah. Also, I think like, it's a one, it's a definitely a one bike thing. Yeah, because I just want to be able to enjoy it. And yeah. um, if anyone's listening who goes, they've got free spectator tickets as well. So I've booked Phoebe and I tickets because we're going to dump the kids for the weekend, which would be good, which would be nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super keen for that. Has Claire thought about racing? No, she doesn't. I don't think she wants to. Not on the bit. Not at the beach race. So she's just going to come and watch, okay. which is fine. That's cool. Obviously, yeah. so um, Phoebe have Claire to hang out with. Yeah. So on the uh, I haven't mentioned online about like the evening events like last time, but I think they'll just kind of happen anyway. Oh, they'll definitely they'll definitely have a like a party, and they they had a, they even a band. They had bands on last time. So I mean, yeah, down on that Sunday yeah, bit. So I'm already looking forward uh, to it. Do you remember um, a little while ago I mentioned about um, you know that XL500 that I went to go and look at. For that dodgy bloke, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and you, then and you uh, found the guy on Facebook. Found the guy who bought it, so he mess he randomly messaged me the other day. Um, Scott is his name. I'll have to tell him about the podcast. He can listen. Anyway, um, he messaged me and was like, "Oh, I've just got the XL out of like out of storage. Like, going to get it ready for riding and stuff again. Um, are you doing any of the Malay events this year? It'd be really cool to like go with you guys." Because I'd previously mentioned about doing the Malay stuff and like and, and our bike nights and stuff if he wanted to come because he's local and he's got XLs. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah, um, so he's... So, he, so I just thought that that's cool that... Because um, I mentioned about right, maybe riding down there, um, down to Margate. We need to obviously figure out the logistics and stuff, whether maybe like the girls take a car and like me and you like ride down there or something yeah. like that. And if we did do if we did do that, then we could maybe link up with this Scott and like ride ride down together and on f- find anyone else that might be riding rather than like yeah. wouldn't they want ride Oh yeah shit maybe. Yeah. Well, she, I'm sure yeah, she'll want to ride, but what, yeah, what no, that's I was true. thinking like if um it works out because like, obviously we're there for the weekend like quite a lot of shit. I was thinking maybe like if you guys pop to ours with hmm. stuff. Well, you have to ride it there anyway. But I was drive and I'll ride with you. Um because then yeah. on the Sunday I'm pretty sure that whoever's looking after the girls will bring the girls. And then Phoebe can just take them home in the car. So Yeah. We can take extra bits if that makes sense if needed. Yeah. Well cool. You can well off when you go to work if you drive or whatever and then um from there that's like a bit of a loose plan also i don't think phoebe's actually i've even though i've booked the ticket and she was keen for it i don't think she looked at airbnb yet but we'll find something soon 
Um, yeah, I mean, that same place would be nice. I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It was really spacious and it was in the right location for the after party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it was literally so, yeah, perfect. I mean, yeah, definitely perfect. So we'll figure it out. But yeah, whoever's listening, come to the Malay. Hopefully, well, we need to get Rhino to race the beach race because he's definitely not going to be able to come to the proper Malay. Oh, yeah, no, he won't. Yeah, definitely won't be able to. So he's got another um, bubble. Yeah. Well, you should. I think he would be keen to race the beach race. So we'll see. Yeah, he should because he's so close to home. He can ride with us. I mean, we can, can all, yeah, ride down as well. If he... Yeah, we'd figure it out. We'd figure it out. But yeah. Well, hopefully it does. And I mean, I'm going to mention Brother George and GCT. I doubt they're going to come, but well, one no, they come, won't. So do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that also then links into the actual Malay. So I've booked my ticket for that as well, um, which has gone up a bit in money. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gone up quite a bit. I was, yeah, we had a chat about that. Um, where were we? Oh, it was when Ryan, Ryan came to visit. He came down to um, mine and Claire's place. And oh, we yeah. went up I saw Brewery. the video. <laughs> yeah. What video? <laughs> of you dancing in your house with your hat on your head. Oh, I don't even remember that. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Claire Centre. Oh, right. Yeah, it was a good night, actually. That was good fun. Um, but yeah, we, <laughs> before, before the hat dancing, um, we were up at the brewery and we were talking about um, talking about the Malay and stuff. And I was a bit like, not taken aback, but I was a bit like, ooh, two, it's 200 quid now, isn't it? It is, yeah. I was a bit like, ooh, 200 quid. It's a lot of money. Like, it used to be like 140 or something like that. But then, yeah. like, when you think about what how far it's come and, like, what it actually is now, I still think it's good, like, good value. Oh, yeah. Um, but it is, it is still, like, a lot of money. And then it got me thinking about, like, I still definitely want to do it. I think it's a really fun event and, like, a just a flat-out good time all round um but like say there was say there was a group of like five of you that were going and that's like a that's like a thousand pounds between you and i was like we had a yeah. we had a bit of a chat like so me and ryan had a bit of a chat and claire had a chat as to like if you had a thousand pounds to make your own four-day motorcycle experience like how would you spend it well that's a good chat so we were just like coming up with these different things and I was just like, if you could do like an epic like UK tour or something and you put that money towards like a couple of little bits like campsites and food and places on the way or like maybe like each person could buy a new bit of kit or like, I don't know, it was just like, yeah, it was quite quite interesting just like because that that is kind of the amount of people that normally go up with us. We should like turn that into a bit of a feature on the next podcast and actually think about it in between. I know you've already spoken yeah. about it. But yeah, yeah. Do it and then I'll have a think. And I get it. It's, yeah, definitely get that. But because the other thing you need to remember with the Malay is it's 200 quid for the ticket. Doesn't yeah. include being there, the beer money, like, oh, exactly. And the yeah. Food and all that. So it's actually traveling way more up, than traveling up there. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, that's why that's 
that's kind of how it prompted that conversation. I was a bit like, Oof, it is quite a bit of money now. Um, but mm. we have we have such a good time when we're up there. Are Tom and Stan going to come this year? I hope so. We've, we've mentioned it to them like multiple times. So that would be so good. I hope so. I, I just want. I just think it gets it like gets exponentially better the amount of people that are in your little crew, like especially because it's such yeah, a big definitely. camp out. And then also, um, there's more people that's... there, like for doing different things. Someone doesn't want to do something, and they don't have to. But if they, if yeah, something, it's more than likely that one person will want to join them. So it's not you're just not on your own. Yeah, um, I mean, that's Scott's definitely Claire are going to do it all anyway. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's that Scott's definitely keen. I, I said that he would be more than welcome to come and like join our camp and stuff. So yeah, cool. So. Um, this is another person I was chatting to. So last week, do you remember Gary? Gary, who stayed with us before, and I saw him, and he had his kid at the Malay the last two times. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he was staying in last-minute deal. He stayed in the new chalet last week, and he's already booked Cafe. it. Yes. Oh, he's already booked the Malay? He's already booked the Malay, cool. which is cool, and he's got access to an old... Myco, an old twin shock Myco, uh, 400 yeah. and a DT 400 as well. Wow, that'd be cool. So he's he's going to be racing one of those, and he's a real good rider, so he's got potential if the bike works. Because last year he was riding a Dominator and he was racing in the Derby, um, but then he didn't get knocked out, he had to go and do something, and then he missed the end, so he didn't finish. <laughs> So, That's so funny. but he's going, which is really cool. So he's already there. he's him and his family are coming back out at the end of the season as well. So, oh wow, yeah. So I'm looking good forward stuff. to it a lot. Yeah, no, the Malay is going to be good again. Yeah, but so you guys are going to book it? Oh yeah, I've just been waiting to get paid. <laughs> Fair enough. And then, yeah, yeah. What, was there anything else that linked in with the mallet? There was. There's something else that does link in, which I know that I'm going to talk about, but I can't remember if there's anything else. Obviously, I think Doug's going to come, but 100. percent I really hope he does. Yeah, and then I think it's going to be quite a good crew. Mm. And then, so Julian, I've been messaging him, and yeah. so that obviously links into the mallet, and. I keep chatting to him about Project Pitstop. Oh yeah, I had I've got the details of the guy who runs it, which is the guy. Don't know if you remember him, but he was with Julian at the beach race and the Malay. But he doesn't race; he's just there, and he's sort of like pretty much bald with a beard, like quite a small guy, but super nice. Anyway, his name's Michael. I I can picture him. He runs Project Pitstop and obviously does yeah. loads of stuff in the southwest and with the speed shop, which is yeah. called what's it called in real life? I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. Titch it's on my phone, so I keep looking at it. Yeah, yeah, that place. Yeah, down in pool. It's like pool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I messaged him and I was because I keep thinking about us and this. And people and whatever, and I was like, because you've got that, you found about out about that Thursday place in Maidstone. The Drake's bike night. 
it's obviously they've got the skate leg. I think I have spoken about it. Yeah, Jack's back now. And I was like, Project Fit Stuff yeah. is it's, a cool thing. But it's not massive and everyone knows about it. It only comes yeah. out through like the Mali events and blah, blah, blah. I was like, you and I should start the kind of southeast Project Fit Stuff. So we. Oh, right. Well, like the same, same concept, but like. Yeah, but we're exactly the same. Just run it as the same thing, but just because people yeah, yeah. Just can't just go be... down to pool every every week or whenever every month or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Southeast version. So I, I haven't actually emailed him yet, but I was like, "Give me your because de- I'm going to probably be home next year." I was yeah. Like, Give me like your details. I'm going to send over an email with some ideas. Um, one of them was like a project pit stop ski trip because biking and skiing kind of goes together um, yeah in a weird way a lot of bikers ski and a lot of skiers bike yeah um, so i was thinking maybe you could do some sort of interesting ski trip with people that will ride and whatever or even like later in the season everyone rides out um, oh that'd be so good trip. um but i just thought yeah with places like because um what's it called oakwood in maidstone that is it the place that's oh, opposite, o- not opposite you? Oakley, yeah, Oakley. Oakley. Um, yeah, yeah, they've got the motorcycle shop up in Parkwood. Yeah, so that place has got a really nice feel to it. Um, which... Yeah, I, I went in there the other. I went in there the other day randomly. Oh, did you? Did you see like the sofa yeah. area and bits like that? Yeah, like over the far far end where all the clothing is and bits. They've got like a little chill yeah. zone. And it's got the like fenced off bit out the front, so everyone can come in and park like safely or whatever. I was like, places yeah. like that might be keen to be involved with an event like this because obviously it's promoting them as well. Yeah. So basically, my my idea is to email him, find out the details and what. Obviously, because it's a charity, I don't know how they work. So find out about that, and then maybe set something up so that we do it once a month up in Kent or something. Try and get oh, some good. people and sort something like that. Yeah, that is a very good yeah. idea. That is part of my plan to see if we can extend Project Pit Stop and then, yeah, make a little southeast. Oh, well up for that. Yeah, and then also I was thinking if Howard does the brewery, that could be quite a cool place to host it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he had like loosely had a little like loosely mentioned like a while ago when he was talking about new premises. Like, oh yeah, you could host the bike nights at the brewery. I was like, oh, that would actually be so good. Yeah, and then something like that would draw people in, and but also that's not the point of it. The point of it is to try and help people and yeah. find people think. But I'm keen for that. So, if anyone yeah. doesn't know what we're talking about, which I guess not many people will, just look it up. They're on yeah. Instagram. I'm sure, they've got a web website. It's Project Pit Stop. Um, go and check them out and have a look. I'm not going to say any more because then hopefully you'll go and have a look instead. And hopefully in the next few months I'll have more information that can actually fully explain what's happening. Yeah. But yeah, that's sort of an idea. And also that leads into like my um, the other thing on Trello with the shandy and chips. Kind of <laughs> yeah, I've been, mu- obviously. been wondering what that is. So obviously on the mountain we used to love going for shandy and chips. Oh yeah, lunch or whatever. And the other day, I got shandy and chips, and I was like, "This would be such a good thing for riding because you can have like a you can have a shandy top or whatever. Have a shandy, yeah. exactly. And get some chips and have a chat or whatever." So, 
this kind of links into that. I don't really know any anymore, but I just thought it was quite cool. Shandy <laughs> and chips. I kind of want to keep it's it. Funny, the, only, the only time we ever have shandy and chips is skiing. Like, why does it have to be there? It can be a can be a bike exactly. one too. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And then again, that leads into so you know I said to hold the thought about the GSs. Yes. So that leads back into me being at home again and probably yeah. having to come out to France every few weeks or whatever. Yeah. I think I have already said about possibly getting a bike to ride yeah. out here. And obviously GS, I don't want a GS, but it's the same kind of bikes. And I've written the adventure bike challenge. So I am tempted. I'm not going to like say I'm going to do it yet because I need to think about it. But because yeah. of all the bikes I've got floating about, I'm tempted to make some sort of challenge for myself that I actually get bikes fixed and then I'm able to buy a bike which is suitable for me to get to France on. So like off the back of the profit of the bike, so like sell the T-dub, sell this, sell that, and then use that money to fund a bike that can take you to France. Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... I've been looking at loads of bikes, trying to figure out what I want or what I could get and how much money I need and all that kind of stuff. And again, I haven't really taken it much further than writing. All I keep thinking is I really want a Tenere. <laughs> oh, I know. They're, they're so nice, aren't they? <laughs> I know. I just can't decide, though, because they're so... Because, um, so I was talking about Gary earlier. He's got a Tiger 800. Oh, okay. And I was looking at Lowe's and I was like, oh, it'd be good to have a like a, a bike that I can sit on the motorway but do like the Tet on or something. Yeah. Um, a whole ride down to France on the motorway. I want to do a bit of like maybe take a couple of days to get down and like do some back roads and find some places. Stop in some nice little French, French towns and have pastries from the Boulangerie. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah. I just keep going back every time to the Tenere. <laughs> so yeah. I think part of the challenge is to kind of find people that own the bikes I'm interested in and see if they'll let me ride them and stuff like that. So like Stan, we've got an Africa twin. Yeah. Hang out with him a bit. Maybe he'll let me take it up the road. If I like that, I'm really keen to have a look at a trans out, obviously the new ones because. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure they sound like they could be within that kind of Tenere budget and also style, not style, because I think Tenere looks cooler. But um, Tenere looks like, more like rally orientated. It does. So that's what I was wondering about, if it's actually good enough for the motorway. Like, is it a bit uncomfortable or whatever? But apparently it's good. So, yeah. Well, I think as soon as, you get, as, soon as, as soon as you get back, we should just be hitting up dealerships for test rides. <laughs> Well, I, also for me, I've got the Leon bike show, so I'm going to hopefully the trans out there. I can have a look at. Um, oh, there, there well, should be. Have, should they be. Even, have they even released prices yet in the UK? I don't think they have. No, they haven't. They're available to like pre-order. Um, yeah, I've seen that. But then what are you? They haven't released the list. I don't. Well, I don't know, but they haven't released a a list price yet. Not that I've seen anyway, because I look a bit. Um, but I can only imagine it's going to be that kind of 10 grand kind of category. Yeah. So, but yeah, I thought it's a bit of a loose one at the moment because I know obviously with you, you're riding a lot and not commuting and stuff like that. 
yeah so maybe we could both get involved somehow and just do it so that we both get bikes <laughs> i'd really like that because you know i've been thinking about it for ages anyway but i just like especially yeah, exactly so yeah i would i'm definitely craving a uh craving a bigger bike for doing longer longer journeys on and stuff so the 125 is obviously great but um yeah it's not yeah. ideal when you're in the dark like riding in the cold weather when you just want to get somewhere when you yeah that's it when you for commuting it's like it's good but somewhere you can just kind of punch punch on especially if you want to cover distance yeah. like do some trips down to france and stuff yeah exactly so because i was thinking more about stuff like that as well because again if i'm going to be at home like mm. what's to say one weekend i'll say right i have to go to work tomo come with me we'll leave friday night and we'll go do a couple of days knocking around in france and we'll split split routes and go home you go home and i'll go the other way stuff like that yeah sounds so good <laughs> so that's but i'm kind of mentioning it now because i want to try and make it a thing but yeah, it yeah definitely and probably because it's a challenge it probably needs a couple of rules like a deadline so that we can whatever budget we've got is what we have to find a bike with or something like that but yeah i think it's just add something that might be interesting no definitely that sounds yeah. good and then yeah that's my thoughts i think it'd be cool <laughs> no it sounds good um, what's uh what's bushes <laughs> um so i was like thinking the other day, i was actually reading through the climber uh manual that i got for the xl just like just reading it just having a look through it and stuff um and um i've been thinking it for a while and i can't remember if it got brought up on the mot or not um but basically when i'm going when i'm like riding the xl like at a decent ish speed um on the road <laughs> I imagine what you're gonna say it does just feel a bit wafty at the back like it feels like the, it feels like the wheels <laughs> buckle um but it's not um the swing arm bushes are just i think they're toast um <laughs> yeah. do you remember do you remember when when we like got it all sorted and put those new shocks on and it was still making that like yeah. really bad rack at the back and i was like oh, i'm pretty sure they're toast anyway i'd been like thinking about doing a bit of work on it but i'm again always in this constant dilemma of like oh because it's my only bike it's like i don't want to take it off the road i want to just still have it to be able to use yeah. But anyway, so I'm very aware that the bushes need replacing, which could just still just be like a, like a couple of hours if that kind of job. Yeah. I was looking. No, and it's they come up on the um the topic of bushes comes up on the XL owners group quite a bit because everyone's always a bit like, oh, bloody hell, these things are like, they're like 25 quid each. So you end up spending like 50 quid. Uh, yeah. yeah, so you end up spending like 50 quid on swing arm bushes and they're just like, everyone puts pictures up and like they're literally just plastic like they're not yeah, even like very good and it seems that like they're the same part i looked on um i think david silvers they're the same part number for like quite a lot of the different models right so the same diameter like same 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 mm -hmm. i was like 50 quid for some like plastic bushes i was just like and then i'd That's seen in the comment i'd seen in the comments like one person had said like Oh, just make them. And I was like, I was going to hmm. say about that. 
So I was like chatting to Howard and I was just a bit like, how plausible do you think it is to make something like this? Like, and I showed him the picture of them online and stuff. And then we started looking at um, different materials that you could buy in like in lengths, like two, three, five meter lengths of like nylon. Like there's loads of different plastic, different plastic materials, like depending on what, like what you wanted, but like basically buying massive lengths of nylon rod. And it was like, you could buy like meters of the stuff for like, 10 to 20 quid right. and and they, how does just like well yeah once once we know like the dimension and the spec of them and stuff we can just like turn them up on the lathe and i was thinking like oh i could just like yeah well as parent his pen his parents garage they've got, they've got a lathe nice. and um, i was just like thinking about it i was like if you're gonna spend like 50 quid on a set like if you just invest the 50 quid in the materials to make some you might be able to make like 10 sets maybe and then Seven. given 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 how many people like it comes up quite frequently on the XO owners group i was thinking like rather than people spending 50 quid on like these bushes like you could have something say to make them attractive so people buy them yeah yeah I just i just thought it might be like quite a fun little thing to maybe maybe try well you could try it with all of our bikes because we can take out the ones that we've got measure them up and then sell them. that's what i mean i just i just think i just think for something that seems to be quite cheap to do and once you've kind of got the measurements and once you've made one it'll be pretty easy to replicate hmm. i just thought i just thought a dog's got to be worth a shot surely that is a good chat. I haven't done anything anything about it yet, but like had the initial conversation and we kind of looked at some rough prices and it seems like it would be a good idea. So well, wait, just buy like a meter. Yeah. Make some for yours. And then you you've got a tech like proof for on the road riding, see if it makes it yeah. better. Yeah. And if it works, just make the rest. Try and sell them. If you sell them yeah. straight away, carry on. Yeah, I so, I mean I'm I'm pretty sure they would sell pretty well because the amount of models that the same part number goes into and the amount yeah, of Yeah, because you can literally write Yeah, definitely. That's a good shout. And like you could eat, yeah, and because a lot of people also comment on they're like, oh they're just like shitty plastic ones, like they're not even that good. So it's like Yeah, I just think I just think it's it's definitely gotta be a shout. Yeah. Does that so, kind of uh, stuff turn easily on the lathe as well? Does Howard know? That's what, that was the other thing we were talking about. Is like because of the size of the hole, then and the size of the bit, you have to be careful. We're not just like melting it, basically. So it would take a bit of experiment. It would take a bit of experimenting, but I think it's, I think it's definitely worth a worth a go. Yeah, that's good. Try it. So yeah, that's that's Do that's it that for the next body. Yes, <laughs> and then you can use um, the eighteen hundred or the calls bushes as an advert. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I've got one more. Right, there's some bikes. Like, I was about to say, should we talk? Should we talk about the? Should we talk about some bikes? Some new bikes. Yeah. Well, actually, I wanted to say one other thing quickly because you're talking about the XL. Did you see? Yeah. So I was um, I follow we follow the Black Yak 
and I think we've mentioned yeah. them before with Greg Giddis and Black Yak and the events and blah blah blah. Then I noticed they advertised the the, the whatever it's called Ale Stream. Well, I, haven't, it looks like it's I haven't noticed that. So it's Alistrum Alistrum Enduro, and I recognised the name, but I couldn't figure out where I recognised it from. And I thought they were doing another event. So because it's obviously all in French, I thought they were like doing another XL race or whatever. So yeah. I looked into it more, and then I realised it's actually part of the kind of hard enduro series. Oh, okay. And it's an event that one of their riders was going to do on an XL125, one of their Black Yak like modded ones, which has got like oh. 185 kits and stuff. Tuned up suspension and, um, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I then I looked into it more. And I realised it's like just east of Leon, and I was like, "Oh man, I could have gone and gone to yeah, watch it. That would have been really cool." But obviously, when, I when, didn't. It was the weekend just gone. Weekend just gone. Oh really? Yeah. So I could have gone, but I didn't because I didn't know it was that close at the time. And then yeah. um, the Black Yak, one of the Black Yak riders, finished it on an XL125 or whatever. No way. Which is that really is cool. cool. So yeah, if you go on the Black Yak. Um, Instagram, whatever. There's loads of videos coming up at the moment. It's just finished, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it's sponsored by 24MX, and I think they've got a pretty decent YouTube channel, so it might end up like kind of going on there. Bit so if bit it does, coverage or a roundup, yeah. If it does, I'll let you know. And then, um, oh yeah, I'll have to have a look. Yeah, it's quite cool. But yeah, so what new bikes are you talking about? I was just just I was just reading the the tabs that we've got on our board here. Uh, mm. uh, so well, the KLR six hundred and fifty and the DR eight hundred linked into what I was saying earlier about trying to find a bike suitable for me. But turns out the new KLR six hundred and fifty is not coming to Europe, so that is off cards. Oh, um, DR eight hundred looks really cool, but I don't think it's fully been released yet. I'm not one hundred percent because I think they still got eleven fifty. I haven't heard anything on that, so I'd be keen to. Yeah, but yeah, that looks that. quite cool with new DR800. It looks nice. Um, hmm. But yeah, that's just another couple of bikes I was looking at when I was trying to do the rounds of figuring stuff out. But I think part of my problem is obviously going to be cost. I don't really yeah. want to get a brand new bike unless the Trans Alps like really well priced and you can get a good yeah, deal. Or unless, yeah, or unless, yeah, unless, there's another thing, unless they're doing some like mad offer or something. Yeah, which I don't think they'll need to yet. Um, no. Although, actually, another one I'm going to mention is the Desert X. I think we might have spoken about it before. Um, the Ducati. Yeah, yeah. They look really cool in July. They look really cool. But mm. and one, of our, one of our guests um, like a few weeks ago is buying one. Oh, really? Yeah. He's buying a second-hand one. Um, I think it's got like, 500 miles on it. And he's about 13 and a half grand. Fucking hell. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of money. <laughs> but, um, but it's a really cool bike. But, yeah. Well, we'll have to just, go, we'll have to the, just go um, test ride a load. Yeah, definitely. I um, I watched the Fortnite video on it. And, mm. you know, the weird Canadian guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it looks really nice. But, yeah. That kind of links into those ones. And then what, you've put the Honda Innova. <laughs> this isn't a new bike but i was just like it no. caught my eye um 
actually after the um initial hype of the of the um grand challenge, challenge. yeah because like a few, a few people were like a few people were getting them and i was like what is this and i looked into them and they're back with a one two five yeah so they're That's still cool, still right? like semi- i just think it's really cool i actually just think as a little like custom thing because i know you've mentioned about like custom cubs and stuff before like one of those could actually be a, a bit of a laugh and I also thought yeah, about. Also, they're, they're a bit cheaper than Cubs, if you find. Oh, they're really like yeah, them. they're really cheap because obviously Cubs ca- carry that kind of like classic, like whatever premium. Yeah. Whereas, like an Innova, for most people, look at that and go, "It's a Deliveroo bike." Yeah. No, so, I, cool. and I actually think it's really cool, and it just caught my eye because I'd never really paid them any attention before, and I was like, "That's actually." Pretty smart. The fact that it's like fuel injected as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, uh, yeah, I just thought it was uh, interesting to open my eyes a little bit. Yeah, I think they're cool. I like them because they're that they're proper old posty bikes, aren't they? But yeah, yeah. What's the uh, what's the Benelli? Um, the Benelli, I think it came up on the um, motorcycles and missus. So I was trying to remember. It came up with the three below. So it came up with, I, was, I think the Honda e-bike came up on that. Or was that um, Cleveland Moto? can't remember. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember hearing anything about Honda e-bike. Yeah, I think it was on, I think Honda have finally uh, released an e-bike. But I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh. Um, I'm going to have a quick look in the background whilst I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the problem. I like, know oh, it's saying Europe. Oh, it's 24, 25. It's a bit of a shit chat then. <laughs> Maybe they kind of released a video or whatever about an emote. Um, but I don't think it's very current. Yeah, it's saying by 2025. I thought there was an e scooter. I think there's an e scooter that's been released oh, in Asia. In Asia, by Honda, yeah, by Honda. yeah, that would. I think, yeah, I think I've heard that. Um, so I just thought it was interesting because Honda have actually released something because they haven't got involved in that yet. Um, no. So I thought, yeah, it was interesting to look at. But as part of the know... like, as part of like the car market, though, I think they're one of the main manufacturers that have pledged that they're going to stop production of traditional combustion engines in cars. As of like 2030 or something. Mm. It's either 2030 or 2035. Either way, that's like quite soon. That is pretty soon, yeah. So, like, it can't be that. Hill motorcycles following the same ilk. Yeah. Don't know. Who knows? I know. We'll see. Well, that's the other thing. Like, there's a lot of stuff coming up recently about that electric vehicles might be obsolete again in like five or ten years because they're talking about hydrogen and also like alternative fuels aren't they that's always been a thing in the back of my mind i've got kind of like the electric motorcycle thing sounds interesting and i think they are interesting but i still i've mentioned it before i still don't think like battery operated or like electric vehicles in the way they operate at the moment is really is truly the future i think it's like a we're we're kind of halfway there but we're not there yet which is random, but I don't know. It's really tricky to because no one knows. That's the trouble. Like 
Like, yeah. You've got people like us that have got older bikes that are still run on fuel. And then everyone, almost everyone's got a normal like, um, style fuel car, diesel or petrol. Yeah. So, I don't know. But um, one thing that came up on Cleveland Moto on one of the um, podcasts I was listening to earlier today was that the state of, I think it's Wyoming. It's Wyoming or Wisconsin. I can't remember which one. I, I heard this as well. <laughs> it's funny. What, what, what year was it? Uh, was it? I think it was 2030, was it? I think it's 2030 or 35. I think it was yeah. sooner than you imagined. So probably 30. Banning electric vehicles. Yeah, <laughs> they were because they were claiming they were trying to protect the like oil industry, and which so I, I guess thinking... is within their own state. But exactly, yeah, exactly. Actually mental. It's right. crazy. I thought, so that, I mean, I what's going to happen? I don't know. Adds to the unpredictability of it. Yeah. Like states in America banning electric vehicles when everyone's <laughs> supposed to be driving them by them. Yeah. And it's like people, people like Claire. Claire's got her old defender. Like, what's going to happen for that? No one knows. Yeah, it's, just... also, it's so weird. But that is also another reason to like get on board, get on board, and buy motorcycles now while we still can ride them normally and like still use them and stuff. Because you don't even know in ten years' time how different things may or may not be and how easy it may be to do it. And like, you don't want to be like in your fifties. And not be able to ride motorcycles as freely as we can now. May as well just get on and ride them because you can. Yeah, exactly. Like your dad has. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just yeah think it's more more to support the idea of doing it really because you might not be able to do it in the way we know. It's an, it's an interesting chat which could go on for ages oh, no. and I don't know yeah. enough about it but it's pretty pretty random like I, I wasn't expecting to hear that someone is going to ban electric vehicles oh that was pretty, like, yeah pretty, pretty outrageous a pretty strong move yeah yeah because there's quite a few electric vehicles buzzing around up here but there's loads at home now you see a lot more of them now because yeah. you can tell because like, mm. we're like talking about it and we're like more aware or whatever but i think yeah because i'm definitely not because they they have in here anyway they have that little green um bit of the number plate oh yeah they show do you. on the number plate yes yeah, so if it's, it's a hybrid like or is it just full electric yeah i think it's hybrid or ev i think i'm not sure but either way i'm noticing more and more of them now but then again i spend a lot of time on the road so i see a lot This it's very interesting. We'll see. Mm. But yeah. But yeah. I don't know what else to say. Kind of it's just I was want- interesting, interesting. I just don't want to lose like the opportunity to have an older bike or whatever. The different I think the freedom of it, like being able to just well, just being able to ride on on the public roads and things, I I do think it's it is only going to get harder mm. and more expensive. But again, we don't know. And hopefully, it's not. Things have got. Things have got. I, it can't. No, I don't think it's for a few years. But because I I think motorcycles will come under a slightly different bracket to cars because like 
petrol powered things are still going to be a thing like if you think about the amount of machinery that's used in agriculture and things like stuff that isn't like your typical road going machine yeah like people aren't going to start having electric tractors and stuff are they really no. in the minute <laughs> the, 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 the volume isn't there for people to be producing them I mean I'm not that swatted up in the tractor industry maybe it is but I think kind of motorcycles do fall under a slightly different parameter almost and if you think about how many if you think now like all the main car manufacturers like are are producing electric vehicles and hybrids whereas motorcycles like if you look at the lineup if you look at like the Honda lineup say they're still pumping out huge numbers of bikes and like all all of the bike manufacturers and they're all still petrol bikes so what's going to happen like what's going to happen to all of those but there's still going to be so many of them in existence like of, of relatively new stand like relatively new as well well yeah i mean they're still like you said pumping out brand new bikes now and even like honda's about to release the new trans out but you're not going to just let it die a death no and if you think about how many years ahead of the curve they actually are like this trans app's coming out now in 2023, but they probably already had knew what was going on in 2019, say, or 2020. Yeah, definitely. Like things take so much longer. So the fact that they're still putting out new models now, I don't see that in 2030, you're not going to be able to buy a brand new bike or even at least use a bike on the road, but you don't know. Who knows? But fingers crossed. Anyway, I want to be riding. on. <laughs> I want to be going to the Mallet every year. Doing this, doing that. I'll be riding down to the Alps with you. Yeah, man. Yeah, that would be good, actually. We could do it so that one trip um, yeah. is when you're coming out on holiday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I want to do it. We'll make, we need to make it happen. I know. It's the year, it's the year for we'll making things happen. It. It's the year yeah, for well, making things fair, happen. It is. Stuff yeah. is happening. So Exactly. Whoever thought I'd be riding the trike like all the time in the snow, smashing with the, with the, with the trailer that we dreamed of, like trike and trailer, which was like dreamed up ages ago. And yeah, yeah, it's working. Yeah. It's exactly. got to keep it rolling. That's it. Momentum is powerful. <laughs> right. On that note, I think it's probably a good yeah. time to end. Yeah, I think it probably is. I think we've. Uh, I think that's a that's a good length given that we've had a few few segments we have a few segments and a few hiccups but i think hopefully it will yeah. pass on to anyone listening but the 4g seems to have worked better on my phone which is good because i could actually hear yeah and i'm definitely going <laughs> yeah i'm definitely going to um give the 4g at home a little whirl as well at some point and see yeah, see okay. how that goes because be, it would be nice to be able to have do a potty at home crack a beer and yeah. be a bit more flexible with timing and stuff as well so yeah definitely so and then yeah i mean i'll uh i'll try and tee alex up to have a bit of a chat because apparently he's been working on his dad's bikes and you know he's got a grass track family stuff like that so it'd be cool to get him on and be wicked to have a have a pod with him yeah so we'll figure it out but yeah i guess on that note we'll call it a day I think we'll knock it on the head. Cheers for cheers oh, for podding. Yeah, man. Finally, we've done it again. I know. <laughs> right. Thanks for listening as well, everyone. Yeah, I'm going to get in trouble now because I've been away from kids' bath and bedtime. 
<laughs> All right, then. Go. Take Ciao. it easy, dude. Bye. Well, that is another episode of the Moto Chronicles all wrapped up. Uh, if you've stayed with us this long, thanks very much for listening. Uh, I know it was probably a little bit painful at times, uh, battling a few signal problems here and there. But we are persevering. We're going we're gonna to keep going with this and hopefully get an episode with Alex Penfold lined up uh, in the week to come. So hopefully we're going to have a guest uh, on the podcast for you guys to enjoy a bit of variety as well. If you don't already, make sure you do follow our page on Instagram. That's at 1800customs. And make sure you follow the podcast or whatever platform you're on. Leave us a review, share it with people. And um, yeah, we'll hopefully continue to make this thing grow and keep bringing you pretty mediocre listening to your ears. So take it easy. Thanks for listening. We have been 1800customs and this is the Moto Chronicles.